You are now listening to The West Side of T-H-A AfterParty.com. Hey everybody, this is Perky of Perky Perspectives Radio Show. I want you to tune in with me every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. I'm going to be talking about ownership, black wealth, mental health, traveling, and of course, creativity. So reach out to me. I'm here to uplift you. And I'm repping for the west side of the After Party Radio Show. Hey everybody. So excited. What episode is this? Like four? <laughs> it's four. Oh my God. We four. Okay, so congrats to me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to thank me, like Snoop Dogg said. <laughs> um, shout outs to the After Party Radio Show for allowing me to have this platform. Like we said, it's episode four. Super thankful. And for anybody that is new to the game, you can go follow Perky Perspectives on Instagram. That's Perky Sexy Cool or Perky Perspectives. You can go follow the After Party. That's the as in T-H-A, you know, the after party on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We also have an app, and you can tune in live on the app as well. And if you want to call in to speak to me live, you can call in at 213-270-1969. And there's parts, obviously, like you might want to get engaged. Like I talk about a whole bunch of different stuff. I talk about health, wealth, um, black business, and ownership. I talk about news. I talk about everything. So, like, there might be parts where you want to come in and make a comment or make a suggestion or rant about something. You know, I can rant with you. We can go off and just be like, ah, da, 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 together. Like, we could do that. So, if you ever feel the inclination to do so, it's 213-270-1969, right? And for anybody that has to leave during the broadcasting or it keeps dipping in and out and they want to hear what they missed, I always repost my audio and my video onto YouTube under Perky Perspectives and then also on my podcast platform, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, ICN.DJ slash Perky Perspectives, and also Real Soon Pandora. So it's everywhere. So for anybody that is interested in being a guest on my show, Anybody that's looking for any advertising, any sponsorships, anything like that, we can always talk about it. You can reach out to me on my social media or through my email, which is Perky Perspectives Pod. So Perky Perspectives, P-O-D, at gmail.com. And we could talk about it. Or like I said, you could always call in and we could talk about you there. And later on in the segment, I'll be talking about some businesses so you can kind of get a feel of like what I could do for you, you know, if you have a book, I can read an excerpt out of your book, if you do poetry, the same thing, if you have products, I could do a product review, if you have music, we could do a bump it or dump it, you know what I mean, so like, we have several options, or you could just come and slide next to me, and you could talk about everything that I already have set up and planned, and we could just go back and forth on that topic, and you can add in your expertise, like if you if you do feminine hygiene care products or something like that, then you obviously will have a lot to say during the love period segment. But if you want to come for the whole show, you could talk to me the whole time too. That's fine. And then hopefully we can get some call-ins and we can deal with that. All I ask is that 
don't be disrespectful on my platform. <laughs> if you're going to call in, don't call in. Like, like sometimes I'll be on Periscope, and I have people that will come up on my Periscope, and they'll say, like, really rude stuff. And it's like, you think I'm going to just let you dog me on my Periscope? Like, no, nah, you blocked, blocked, blocked again, blocked one. I'm going to unblock you just so I can block you again, you know, just for emphasis because I'm petty like that. So don't come on my platform rude or disrespectful. Outside of that, I welcome everybody. So, again, that's the after party. You could go follow them. Tune in live. I'm also live on Instagram right now. I forgot my other phone. I ain't got two phones today, y'all. So, I'm only on Instagram, not on my Periscope. But, that'll be all right. And, so, just some announcements. So, for people that actually know me, (laughs) like, physically know me, have seen me in real life and everything, y'all know that I do a lot of community events. One of them being the For Us meetups that I do. I haven't done one actually since I believe August was my last one recently. And just so you guys can have some background, like, you know, I have the For Us segment on my radio and I also have the For Us podcast series. And so it's like really near and dear to my heart because I believe that in order for us to really strive and survive as black businesses and just black people as as a community period we need to start meeting up more and so I do the meetups because I feel like we need to be able to talk to each other about what we going through you know without other people coming in and making insertions and feeling like they have the right to say whatever it is they feel about us and make decisions about us like we need to be the ones that's leading our movements you know we also need to be the ones that are buying businesses in our neighborhoods. We need to be the one that's spending our money in our neighborhoods. And if we see a need, we need to fill the need. We don't just go outside of it, you know. But all of that takes organization. All of that takes understanding and sometimes mediation. Because, yeah, there's going to be conflict when you have a lot of people at the table. But I would rather it be 30,000 people at one table making decisions for their community than only three people and then only those three people are happy about the decisions that's being made. So I'm going to start doing the meetups again. I'm looking for a venue space in the South Bay area. So first I want to give a shout out to Lemur Park. Like when I came back out here, outside of the few little things that I would do in downtown LA, Lemur Park has really been uplifting and holding it down for me at least. Like And for everybody that I know that is in that area. It's like L.A.'s own version of Wakanda, I would say. Like, that's how I feel. I feel like you walk into Lemur Park, and it's just like there's this, like, protective shield around you because for the most part, you don't see police over there. And even when they are over there, it's rare that they're, like, giving anybody a ticket or pulling anybody over or arresting anybody. Like, that's super, 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 super rare. Like, you barely ever see that. Like, I go, don't tell nobody. But I go, and I park, and I don't put no money in the meter. Like, <laughs> she looked at me. She's like, girl, you don't be putting money. No, I don't put no money in the meter. Um, And don't nobody give me a ticket. You know, people be parking in the red and the yellow and the green and the white. You know, all the zones you ain't supposed to be parking in. And we be fine. And, like, that's just one little thing. Like, there's black businesses all up and down the street. It's also... I know at one point there were more issues around like the drugs and the homelessness in the area because there was a park at the top and that has been discussed a lot because the park has been closed up so it's not even a communal space anymore but outside of that even the people that are homeless in the area like 
it's mutual respect. Like, nobody's being harassed. Nobody's telling them, go get a job or, like, anything rude or anything like that. If anything, they're offering them opportunities. Like, a lot of people, they come and they'll sweep up for the shops and all those little things and get some money in order to, uh, for helping out. So, to me, it's just, it's like, like I said, it's like our own little Wakanda. So, if you've never been to Lamar Park, it's on Martin Luther King Boulevard um, in Lamar Way or Park. I don't remember the name of the street. Like, I, I just know how to get there. But <laughs> it's, like, really close to the Baldwin Hills Mall. So, if you ever go to the Crenshaw Mall, you know, it's, like, in that little area. And there's always events happening this Sunday. The drum circle is happening today. You can go get you some sage for like a dollar. You can go get, I didn't, I, I didn't, I'm not wearing my copper ring, but I usually have a copper ring on. I got that from there. You know, the gems, like if you need to get your crystals up, you could go and get that over there. The Hot and Cool Cafe is there. They make vegan food and they have like events. That's where I usually hold my meetups. So I've had a lot of events at the Hot and Cool Cafe. Shout out to them. Um, shout out to Tony. That's the owner of the cafe. The Hot in oh, I already said that. <laughs> the We Can Foundation, which is next door. They do, um, first of all, Baba is there. That's my birthday twin. Shout out twin. Our birthday coming up. Hey. But Baba is the elder of the community and he's like super spiritual, super like he's just smart. He's like a really, really amazing person. And they do mentorship there. They also allow for people to like rent space in there in order to do their own office work and be linked to the community. There's a bookstore over there. That's actually where I got my mom, the Michelle Obama book. I heard that Queen Latifah was in there one day. So, you know, if you ever want to see somebody, uh, Barbara Morrison, she has a space over there. It's like a, a museum, like art exhibit type thing. There is an art exhibit at the top of the street. We have the World Stage Theater. It's like a whole bunch of stuff over there. Like, I can name all of them. Actually, I can't. I can name some more of them, but it's way more in the area. And so if you want to buy black, that's definitely a good spot to do it. And if you want to have some ownership, there's some empty buildings over there, too. And we, I would love for us to be able to go and buy those buildings ourselves so that we can keep it black. Because I don't know about y'all, but... I feel some type of way when I'm in an area that I know is for us, like for us, by us, for us, for us, you know. And when you're in the area and you're feeling all safe and you feel like you can just totally exude your blackness without any inhibitions and then you see a white person go by, you'd be like, how y'all, how y'all buy my, <laughs> like, how y'all get over here? Who gave you directions to my hood? You just like, I don't know if y'all feel that same type of way, but that's how I be feeling. And so it's kind of like, the you know we have to keep stuff ourselves you know we have to buy the buildings because that's another issue sometimes we'll have shops and the shops will be owned by black people all the product will in there will be owned by black people and made by black people but then the owners of the building are somebody that's not us like i don't need to name examples i'm sure y'all can think of them but i think that's like where we really start to break down because it's cool to be able to own what you do but if the interest rates go up again if the housing market crashes or if anything happens to where our money gets a little mm, you want to have that ownership just like you want to own your house so that just in case something happens you know can't nobody push you out your house it's the same with your business so you know that's it's i mean take your steps like if you just started your business and then you were able to find a spot and then the next step is to own something then okay do your process but just make sure that ownership and the whole package of that ownership is included in your plan. That's all I'm saying.
So anyway, so shout out to Lemur Park. But like how I started on that was I started doing my meetups in the Lemur Park area because they embraced me and I was able to do that and be around the people that I wanted to be around. But I'm not from that area. I'm not from the, you know, I don't want to say South Central. I just learned that that's not what we're supposed to be calling it. So I'm not from that area. I'm from the South Bay area. I'm from Carson. You know, I grew up in Carson Compton. I live in North Long Beach right now. So I would rather do some events down in that area because, one, traffic is crazy. I ain't trying to go back and forth. Like, I get stuck up there. And then I'm like, oh, because I have to come all the way back home, get ready just to go all the way back over there again. So it's like I want to create community where I'm from, too. So I'm actually working and doing partnerships with a lot of businesses in the South Bay area. If you are one of them and you want to bring more community to your business, I could definitely set up a meetup there. I could definitely set up some pop-ups, some events, anything like that. We can do live radio, bring you some extra advertisement, and just bring more business to you as well. So I definitely encourage anybody that has a business in the South Bay area to reach out to me. I definitely am looking for some more partnerships. So that's one, um, one announcement. The other one is I plan on being in Las Vegas for my birthday weekend. Whoa. Shout out to all the October birthdays. We the best. <clears throat> I don't have to say anything after that because you already know we the best. So um, shout out to the October birthdays. And so my birthday is like right before Halloween. So I want to go for the weekend. My birthday is on a Saturday, the best day ever. And so I'm thinking of going to the Tim Burton Museum because he's like the best when it comes to animated horror kind of type films like Nightmare Before Christmas, Goosebumps, or not Goosebumps, Beetlejuice. Um, the other one that I just had in my head, oh, Edward Scissorhands, like all of those things, like that's him. And they have like this museum that's going to have all his exhibits and everything display. And I'm super excited. I want to go out there and I also want to turn up and get dressed up and be like kind of bloody. I don't know what I want to be yet. I'm in between like Garnet from Steven Universe and then something scary. I'm like trying to decide, like, do I want to be something scary or do I want to be somebody cute? Because Garnet got a nice shape. I'm not tall like her, but, you know, <laughs> I think I can fill out the suit, you know. So I'm excited for that. So I plan on doing some live recordings and everything out there. Like I said, I do have a podcast. So, you know, you might be hearing from me, like, sprinkled in throughout the weekend. And maybe I'll even record my show out there. We'll see. So... Anybody that's going to be in Vegas, hit me up. We can turn up together. So, yes. So, that's my announcements. So, again, like, just reach out to me through Instagram or, or email or something like that, and we could talk more about some partnerships. And as far as today, I wanted my topic to be about, like, I went, okay, so just some background on what I did this weekend. I went camping. It was definitely some bougie camping. Like, I wasn't in, I, I did get in the tent for like 10 minutes, but I ain't had to be in the tent. Like, when I need to use the bathroom, I can go inside with a flushing toilet, you know what I mean? <laughs> Wash my hands in the sink. <laughs> we did make some s'mores, but you know, still a very different experience. So, um, it was good though, because once I started going up the hill, it was like all my service cut off. And it was like two seconds of the time that I was kind of like, <gasps> can't nobody reach me. But then I was like, <gasps> don't nobody want to talk to me anyway. So <laughs> it didn't really matter. <laughs> so once I was with my mama, like, you know, 
that's the only person we need to be able to call me. Like, it's my mama. So once she ain't, so I was all right. I just took some video, took some cute pictures. Like, my phone has become more of a camera than a phone. Like, I think I do more on my phone than actually call people. Like, if it wasn't for texting, I don't even know if I would have as much interaction with people, period. So I was just thinking, like, why don't we shut down our stuff more? Like, there's some people, they don't even turn their phone off when they go to sleep. It's like they, it's like you're always available. And I don't know if that's the goal for people. Because we do have do not disturb. We have, you could block people, you know, like, you could turn your phone on airplane mode or or whatever. But it's like, if you're still using your phone and you're still on it, then you're not really disconnected from everything. And when I was up there and I was in the mountains and I was able to breathe and just enjoy the company that I was with and actually have some, you know, back and forth with people. I was about to say repertoire. Yeah, I used it right. Okay. <laughs> have some uh, go back and forth with people like and actually get to know everybody. I was like, I like this again. Like, I'm fine. I can put my phone down and forget about it. But when you do something like radio or you work in the tech industry or, you know, you have something that's really tied to social media, it's really hard to put your phone down and just shut down. So I was kind of forced to do it. And it made me think, we need to do that more, period. Like, I see a lot of kids that when their parents are frustrated or annoyed with them, it's like they just put them in front of a screen. And it's like we... We shouldn't be doing that. Like, I think there needs to be more interaction, like, rather than just distractions. Because what those distractions create is, well, one, TV is real colorful. Like, I don't know if y'all seen these little kids shows, but they use every color in the rainbow and every spectrum of that color in the rainbow. So it's like within just 20 seconds of you watching that show, you done seen a whole bunch of stuff flashing on the screen, going here and going there. And it's like, how I can't even focus. How am I expecting my little kid to be able to focus to the screen? So it kind of creates a low attention span. And the earlier we're putting them in front of that, like it seemed like the shorter their attention span is. And they'll be really tech crazy and tech heavy, but they can't focus on anything. They don't know how to have a conversation with people. They everybody's shy everybody has mental health you know issues and what I mean by that is like a lot of the youth they have depression they have anxiety they they don't have any confidence in themselves they have identity issues and it's like because we're not building these relations anymore nobody knows how to talk to people everybody just text hey how you doing or I feel like I'm checking in with you because I liked your picture on Instagram like, I ain't talked to you in, like, two years. Me liking your picture on Instagram should not count as contact, but it do. Oh, because Facebook told me your birthday. Now I remember your birthday, so I'm good. Like, it's it's such lazy interactions. Like, you could go somewhere and everybody just head down on their phone. Like, it don't matter where you are. Even in the subway when I know you ain't got no fucking service in the subway. <laughs> like, why are you on your phone? And so it's just like, we don't even talk. We don't talk anymore. We don't look at each other anymore. There's no type of, like, decorum. And that's really going to separate us, like, from the people that are winning. Because the people who have the money and stuff like that, they don't have to be on their phones all day. They have assistants and and people that's helping them that are keeping in touch with everything that is going on in the, you know, the cloud, whatever you want to call it, the Internet, the, the air that's in between us that's allowing us for us to connect in those ways. But they can sit down and talk to their family and go on trips and do all that. Whereas we just on our phone, you check in with your sibling that don't live with you. Hey, you okay? Are you good? All right, cool.
that. I, I just think it's pretty weak. So my topic for this week was let's stop being a zombie. Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys want to try and practice that this week, but I was looking at some statistics, and it says American adults spend more than 11 hours per day watching, reading, listening to, or simply interacting with media. And that's up from nine hours and 32 minutes just four years ago. So w within four-year span, we've went up, what is that, nine, ten, two-something two hours, like probably 2.5 hours. And I don't see, like, I don't see, it's not like I feel more connected to people. Like, when I was living in New York and I didn't have any family out there, like, blood family, I wasn't getting, nobody was really calling me. Nobody was really checking up on me. I wasn't getting letters in the mail. Like, there wasn't a lot of, like, contact outside of, like, a text here and there, like, a, a like on my Facebook feed or, you know, somebody sending me a photo of their vacation. Outside of that, it was like I wasn't having that interaction with the people in, in Cali. And I think it's because people don't have a chance to miss you anymore because they always see you on social media. And I also feel like it's the same way when it comes to, like, like even when I do the meetups. The, some of the stuff I talk about I think is really important. We do investment workshops. We, we do organizing workshops where we, we try to help people plan out their business. We let people come up to the mic and uplift their business and talk about what it is they're doing. And a lot of people don't show up. And I think it's because they feel like they're there because they're watching it on live. Like, you know how some people, they always on their Snapchat because it's like, oh, here go Beyonce. My Snapchat, like, my phone is already up and ready to record that. Me, I didn't see Beyonce, but because I'm on your phone, I'm like, oh, my God, Beyonce. Like, it feel like she right in front of me. And I think that's, like, cutting people off from actually making that extra effort to be there for somebody, to physically show up. Like, there's people who have baby showers nowadays and nobody even comes to their baby shower. Why? Because they feel like, like, you're going to take pictures and post everything on Facebook anyways, I done seen people give birth. I done seen the baby turn one, lose their first tooth. I done seen somebody kid walk for the first time. I don't even know the kid. Never met them before in my life. Some people on my social media, I don't even remember how I got them on social media. But I done had them for like five years. They like my best friend. You know, I done watched their whole family. When their parents passed away, I mourned the loss of their parents as well. You know what I mean? Like I was tuned in with them. So I just feel like it, <laughs> it's hard for me to like want to, and I'm putting this on myself too, it's hard for me to want to connect and reach out more to them when I feel like I'm seeing everything already. And if y'all disagree, you could, look, we could call in. You guys could talk. The number is 213-270-1969, and we could talk about it. Like, I don't know if you disagree. I don't have kids, so I'm talking from, like, a guy mama perspective, <laughs> from, like, a sibling perspective, from just somebody who is labeled as a millennial. But I also grew up without cell phones. Like, I remember when I got my Virgin phone, my Virgin mobile phone, and I had my little minutes, and we had the little, what was it, 150 words or characters that you could write on your uh, the little text message. I remember I sent, I sent somebody a text, and this is when everybody had chirps, so I was the loser, because everybody had chirp phones and was like, where you at? And I'm over here, like, texting, like, I'm at my house. I can't call you right now because my mom don't know I have a cell phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and don't nobody text me back because ain't nobody was texting. Now, don't nobody call you. 
everybody texts you. There's some people that you call them and they text you back. It's like, I called you for a reason. I don't feel like texting all of this. So even in that way, we're disconnecting. So I just say, like, be mindful and take some time to, like, shut everything off, especially in the mornings. Like, I know some of us are super busy, and it's really hard for us to shut everything off and just zone into our life. But especially in the morning, give yourself, like, a couple of hours if you can, or at least an hour, at least 30 minutes to just be about you. Just meditate, breathe, do your sage, channel your crystals, like, whatever it is you need to do. Like, take that time, journal, reflect, go talk in the mirror. If you're lonely in the morning, go talk to yourself. Hey, girl. How you doing? You looking good today. Yes, your skin is brown, it's chocolate. You fine. I know you fine. When you walk out the house, you still gonna be fine. Even if it's raining, you always fine. You know what I mean? Like, you just gotta talk. You gotta big up yourself. Because when you about to go out into the world, somebody gonna be like, mm, why she got her head wrapped like that? Why she got, I met, where she going? She wearing heels? Oh, she know them shorts is too short. da 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 Come on now. Like, how many times do we do it to other people? You see somebody walking, you be like, where's she going? With that outfit on. I do that all the time. <laughs> I mean, where is she going with them five-inch heels walking? Okay. But I got I to gotta stop. But we also have to um, build that wall for ourselves. Because if we can build that protection for ourselves throughout the day, can't nobody tell you shit. And your confidence is going to be up here. And you're not going to need to look on your phone and see how many likes you got on some post that you posted on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or whatever. You're going to know that you already got the juice. Ain't nobody going to be able to tell you that. If you actually put your phone down and had dinner with your family rather than having dinner with Netflix, then maybe you would have more of a relation, a rapport with people. You know how to talk to people. You, If you had an interview, you could say, Mom, can you help me practice for this interview? And you actually be able to sit and talk to a real person and get this like confidence building, get your self-esteem up, have this interaction, have this physical contact with somebody that's just not a significant other. Because some people, they don't feel like they can connect with people until they get into a relationship. And we could talk about that a whole nother day because that's also bad. You cannot use your romantic relationships as your only outlet, as your only physical contact, as your only, you know, person that you feel like you could be yourself around. You can't do that because what if you break up? What if they pass away? What if they move away? What if something happens and then it feels like your whole world is over? You can never put all your eggs in one basket. But (laughs) toxic. Yes, I knew you. I know. See, I'm on my Instagram. My friend Cece, like... She always had, like, the best confidence ever. Like, her mom always would talk good to her. She always talked good about herself. So I know you talk to yourself in the morning. <laughs> like, she's, she's somebody I know with confidence is up there. And, I mean, we grew up in a different generation, and that might have something to do with it. Or it's just she was able to build that familial bond and, like, feel confident in herself as she was growing up to where she didn't need nobody else to tell her nothing. And that's what I need our youth to be able to do as well. Like, it's cool if you if you already older and you're learning it now. Oh, I got a call. Hey. Yes. Hello. What's up, Perky? It's New Jay. Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Just enjoy the show. So what you think about the topic? I think people need to stop being zombies. How you feel about that? Yeah, you know, I, I, I respect it, Loki, because I, I don't like when, you know, I got to – I don't like texting – like, if I got something I got to tell you, I'd rather call, right? Because think about it. I can literally call you and take, like, two, three, four seconds of your time, tell you what I need to tell you, and you get it, rather than text you and wait, like, three hours for you to respond. Right. And then you, wait, what? 
Oh, no, I'm just you know agreeing I'm with you. Yeah, I always, I don't know. I don't really, I'm not much of a texter myself. And then, like, with the morning thing, I feel you, too. Like, I don't like to look at my phone in the morning. I like to go outside, stretch, breathe, you know what I'm saying? Drink some juice, you know. Mm -hmm. I ain't really feeling the whole phone thing in the morning. So I think people should do that. Breathe, stretch, shake, let it go. <laughs> That's good, yeah, though. I mean, like, and I give myself words of affirmation all the time because I know I'm fine. You feel me? Like, I know I look good. I don't need to... I don't need to go ask nobody. Like I know right. I'm sexy. Let me. Can you can you share some of your affirmations for? Because I'm a female, so mine might be a little different than what you say to yourself. Do you mind sharing like a few of them? Oh hell yeah! I mean, my bad. I ain't trying to cuss. But uh, <laughs> no, you good? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, New Jay, my Nick. I always can't say the N word. Yo, you look good. You feel me? Like, yo, bro, you, your teeth look good. Your teeth is white. You got a six pack. You got chest. You got body. You put almond oil in your face. Your skin is smooth. Keep smiling. <laughs> I like yours. I'm going to have to add a few of those. Like, yo, teeth, girl, nah, you was flossing. You, <laughs> yeah. you know what? It don't matter because if you get rejected, check this out. It don't matter because you know somebody else going to want you. Don't worry about right. them. Right. If you don't, that's fine. Like, rejection just, you know, I think rejection just puts everything back into place. Like, because sometimes... You know, we got to build our confidence, but sometimes we go a little overboard. So every once in a while, you got to have somebody be like, you know, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, feeling myself a little bit too much today. But it's good, though. That's good. I like your affirmations. I think it's, like, super important, and I think we need to start doing that with our youth, too. Like, I was listening. How do you feel about this? I was listening to this podcast, and they were saying how these kids nowadays, they don't have no type of confidence. It's like they all shy. They don't know how to interact with each other. And a lot of them don't even have, like, regular manners. Like, you know, we knew, you know, when to talk, when not to talk, when to get up. You know, all the, the house manners that your parents teach you. And it's like it's kind of diminishing a little bit. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, I got a niece that's, that's 13. And I tell her every morning she's beautiful. Her hair is beautiful. You know, I, I, I tell her, you know. Keep loving yourself. So I give her words of affirmation so that way she believes it and she ain't got to go to her phone, look at her Instagram, and be like, okay, cool. I got 50 likes, so I must be beautiful. Like, nah, screw all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell her all the time, love yourself. You know, don't, don't just settle for less. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think it's important that, you know, as, like, adults, you know, you tell your youngins, like, you look beautiful, remind them that they are beautiful, remind them that, you know, that they're more than just, what Instagram or Facebook or society tells them they are. That's super good. Well, I hope your niece really is listening and spreads it. I hope she spreads it because I hear too much about kids being bullied and kids, you know, even taking the extreme of taking their life because they don't feel that love for themselves. So it's good that she has somebody like you that is able to uplift her as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And on top of that, you know, she... <laughs> She and my family, so, you know, she's strong already. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> she got them good teeth, too, right? <laughs> right, exactly. That part. Well, you want to um, leave people with your, your social media and what you do? Like, I know you, but if you want to, you could take a, a second and uplift what you do in your life as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, my full name is New J Ambitious. You know what I'm saying? N-U apostrophe J-A-Y. M-A-B-I, however you spell ambitious. Um, <laughs> also, 
you know, I sing, act, you know, I can rap, I write music, I can dance, and uh, I just look good in general. And, uh, you know, my IG is uh, It's New J. That's It's New J. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's N-U-J-A-Y. <laughs> yeah, N-U apostrophe J-A-Y. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of New J is kind of a name that I made up for myself. And, you know, black, we got to make some stuff look exotic. So I put the apostrophe in it to make it right. look extra beautiful. I'm going to put a little apostrophe at the top. That's Ashley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's New Jay. They'd be like, ooh, New Jay, that's French? Nah, I just made it up, player. You should be like, "Mm mm-hmm, it's foreign. Because, you know, people like exotical (laughs) people. It's foreign, it's exotical, you know, my family from a different country. Don't nobody want to be from America. But, but yes, okay, so go follow New Jay. Like he said, he's a dancer, he does music, He's an all-around um, talented person, especially in the creative field. I have some stuff that I'm going to be working with him on as well, so you will see more of him. And thank you. So I have another call. Who's calling me? Miss Florida. Oof. Hello? Miss Florida. Hello? You got, my, you got my recording in the back. Turn it off. <laughs> Hello? Hey. What's up? Who am I speaking to? To your brother, Quest Soldier. Huh? To your brother, Quest Soldier. Hi, Quest. <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good. You know what? I'm going to need you to... Can you call me back in like one minute? Because I want you to talk about okay. something, but I want to open up the segment first. Okay. Okay. So... Let's go into the um, the love period segment because I have a topic I want to talk with Quest about. Niggas always think shit is about them. Love period. I hate that people don't respect personal space. It's mainly niggas. Let me just be real. Niggas is the most frustrating shit. When you be on when your period, everything about them be frustrating. A little shit can bother me too. Like if I'm on my period now, I'm already not in the mood, and I go outside and mosquito bite me, then mosquitoes gonna be fucking with me too. Like I'm not gonna fuck with nobody that day. Okay, so. I have a whole bunch of males calling in, and it's perfect because today's love period topic, I want to talk about male birth control. Yes. <laughs> okay, so basically, I feel like it's been on us women to make sure we don't get pregnant majority of the time. Okay, obviously, there's condoms and da 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 But I'm talking about I've had too many men just be like, you take the pill? No, like, you go take your pill. <laughs> now y'all got your own pill so they did some like uh, here you go yes let's talk hello yeah, uh, yeah. I wanted to say that turn, turn, the record, turn the recording off what'd you say no I wanted to say that male birth control is really just you know busting on the chick back that's that's male birth control right there. Who is this? <laughs> pull out game is strong. When your pull out game strong, it ain't no need for us 
the the take shit, you know, wrap up shit. You feel me? That's on y'all. You done? You done? Okay. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear your oh, Okay, okay, okay. So first of all, the pullout method is terrible. There's a thing called pre-cum. You cannot time pre-cum. So, and just so y'all know, it has sperm in it. So if you want to, oh, I'm going to pull out because I'm the man. No, you're going to end up like Kevin Federline with six kids with a whole bunch of people and no money. So please wrap it up and don't rely on your, pre, your pre-cum. Don't rely on your pull-out because your pull-out game is going to get you fucked up. Anything TK Fed is a white pop singer, though. You feel me? I'm talking about being on, you know, some black Tupac shit. You know what I'm saying? Pull out game strong. You can look at K Fed and tell his pull out game weak. <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah, everybody saw that. What was he in? 90, 90, 98 degrees at first? 91? No. <laughs> you, just, you just mixing up white pull people out now. Pull out game weak. <laughs> nah. And then maybe, maybe, though. Maybe Shar Jackson just had that bomb too. Maybe her peach was amazing. He was like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna put. Nah, never mind. <laughs> well, if I mean, how about this? How about you remember to take your pills, and then you can act like your pullout game is strong. She don't need to know. You be like, girl, I'm just the man. She don't need to know you took your male birth control. It don't have to be a big known secret. And it's better than vasectomies because you don't have to worry. Because I know y'all all all scared of getting cut and all that stuff, even though it's reversible. So just take the pill. Well, what if a dude forget to take his pill? Then who's that fault? Y'all fault. Just like how you would blame (laughs) us if we forgot to take our pill. Why don't you take your pill and not worry about mine? How about that? All right. All the fellas listening, just get your pullout game up. I appreciate (laughs) y'all taking my call. (laughs) Bye. <laughs> Hot mess. I thought I was gonna talk to Quest. You know I mean? <laughs> but um, okay. So no, again, please do not rely on your pull. Please, please, please do not rely on your pullout game as your only method of contraceptive. It is not going to work. Hello. Hi. Hi, Ashley. How you doing? Huh? How you doing? Good. Who am I speaking to? Yeah. This is your cousin. This is your Uncle James, grandson from Tennessee. Man, I'm listening from Tennessee. <laughs> How you doing? Good. <laughs> and I just want to talk about this subject in uh, uh you want to talk about the male birth control? Yes. What's your thoughts? Well, yeah, like you said, well, like, like you said, it's important to wrap it up if you don't want to have to. You have to be Wait, what? <laughs> oh. Is he still talking? I'm listening. Uh, go, Quest. I can hear you. I couldn't hear everything they said, but what was you going to say? Oh, okay. Um, you know, I got, something, uh, I got something juicy ready to go already. So, me as a gay man. Hold, he's still on. Just talk. Well, as a gay man, I don't... It's important to wrap it up if you want to have two of Um, okay, so Quest, stay on the line. I'm going to hang up with the Tennessee okay. caller because I cannot hear you. And when we're done with Quest, you can always call back. 
Okay. So, go quest. Okay. As a gay man, I don't know what the hell that could do for me. But for one, what does it do? When they take when the male takes the pill, what does it actually do? Okay, so first of all, don't be lying like you don't still like some girls. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um so I dip in the pond every now and then. Right. Yeah, I know you. So anyways, so um <laughs> so it's still in its testing stages. So there are some side effects, and I think they're trying to work out all the kinks, but I don't think you can fully get rid of all of them because even as a female, we still sometimes will get, have, like, weight gain and sometimes, like, some acne or whatever that will come with it, and you guys have the same. Like, you guys have head, headaches according to some of the side effects, acne, some fatigue, and only a few, like, two of the people who did the testing, they had mild I don't know what mild means in this case, but mild erectile dysfunction. I won't. If I was a guy, I wouldn't want zero. But they have mild. They didn't get a stiffy. They got a. They didn't get a stiffy. They got a softy. What the fuck? Right. It's like I'm trying to take birth control and now. I can't have sex. How that makes sense? But anyway, so <laughs> so they have some issues. The, got a hold it tight at the base and go in. <laughs> right. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess you know you safe. You don't have to worry about well. Okay. So from a gay male, I don't know if you only be with men, men, or you sometimes are with people who transition because they now have a thing to where people real soon are going to be able to get um, trans transplant uterus. I don't know how I feel about that either. We could talk about that another day. But real soon, people are going to mm -hmm. be able to transplant uteruses and, and carry the baby themselves. So you might have to be careful too, Quest. <laughs> you oh never know. You never know. I don't know I can, how that will work. I can see it now. Right. So I don't know. Because they're going to have to connect everything else too. So I don't know how that's going to work. But you probably are good. <laughs> but you can wow. still talk to I people. You can still advocate. Because, you know, there's still some people that will go back and forth. You know, some people that they'll say they only a lesbian and then they end up pregnant. It's like, well, how you end up pregnant? Mm -hmm. So it's just like... Doing a slip and slip. They be slipping and flipping, you know? So I don't <laughs> know. You can just have some in your drawer just in case you decide to slip and flip. But other than that, it's, I guess it's not for you. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm, nope. Give Thank a shout out. <laughs> give, give a shout out of your, your social media handles and what you do so people can follow you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am Quest Soldier, the father of the New York City New York City founding chapter of the House of Soldiers that's in the New York City ballroom Soldier. community. It's founded by the one and only Lee Soldier Simmons, who is the coordinator and uh, the biggest man in New York City to, for the gay rights and just, just everything that the LGBT community needs. Right. He's a big part of it here in New York City. And I'm also a male entertainer and an advocate for HIV AIDS. And I sit on the board for New York City Black Pride. Once again, my name is Quest Soldier, and you can reach me on Instagram at exotic.quest.father.soldier. Or you can get me on Facebook at Father Quest Soldier. And it's exotic with an X, not um, the E in front with of it. With an X, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and thank you. And before you get off, I just want to say that our house father, Lee Soldier, I plan on having him on an episode to talk about male breast cancer. 
because he's a um, oh, he's great. actually a breast cancer survivor. A lot of males do not know that they can have breast cancer, but it's about 13% of males that have actually been affected by breast cancer. And it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I definitely want to talk about that with him before the month is over. But thank you, brother, for uh, tuning in. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Okay. Love you. Love you, too. So I can't take any more calls because y'all done entertained all the way through my segment, but that was fun. I appreciate y'all. And so that's the love period segment. I want to quickly go to the for us segment and talk about that stuff. Perky Perspectives. Are you tired of working nine to five? Tired of making money for someone else? Feel like you went to school for how many years and only have debt to show for it? Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits? Come talk to me. We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us, by us. Before I get into the main part of the For Us segment, I wanted to also say that this month is also National Book Month. And so outside of talking about the breast cancer awareness stuff towards the end of the month, I also want to uplift reading and book books in general because, like I said, we need to stop being zombies. So the book that I would like to suggest for everybody is this book by, I'm probably going to say his name incorrect, but it's Ta Nahisi Coates. And that's T-A apostrophe N-E-H-I-S-I, Coates. And one of his books that I've read myself is Between, Between the World and Me. And I love that book. It was really amazing. Just quickly, here is like the summary about the book. It says, in a series of essays written as a letter to his son, Coates confronts the notion of race in America and how it has shaped American history many times at the cost of black bodies and lives. Thoughtfully exploring personal and historical events from his time at Howard University all the way to the Civil War, the author pugnantly asks and attempts to answer difficult questions that plague modern society. So that's just a little bit of it. And I'm going to just read you a few quotes. So just some background on him. He went to school for journalism, and he's been writing for a really, really, really long time. So I suggest that you have a dictionary next to you when you're reading his book because so many of the words, I was like, that's a word. <laughs> and I, I done been to school a lot. And I was like, whoo. So I'm going to read a few quotes, but you might even have to look up some of the stuff I'm going to read in the quote. I'm going to have to look it up as well. But here's two of his um, two of the quotes that stood out to me. So one, but race is the child of racism, not the father. In the process of naming the people has never been a matter of genealogy and physio physiognomy as, so much as one of hierarchy. 
difference in hue and hair is old, but the belief in the preeminence of hair, of hair and hue, the notion that these factors can correctly organize a society and that they signify deeper attributes which are undeniable, this is the new idea at the heart of these new people who have been brought up hopelessly, tragically, deceitfully to believe that they are white. And then the other one. But all our phrasing, race relations, racial chasm, racial justice, racial profiling, white privilege, even white supremacy, serves to obscure that racism is a visceral experience, that it dislodges brains, blocks airways, rips muscle, extracts organs, cracks bones, breaks teeth. You must never look away from this. You must always remember that the sociology, the history, the economics, the graphs, the charts, the regressions all land with great violence upon the body. So those are like two super deep quotes by him. And like they said, it's a quote or it's a book that's kind of talking about the black body and how it relates to everybody. And just really quickly, I wanted to also touch on some black businesses. I have a lot of friends that do business. One of them is Seven, uh, Rebel Seven. His then you can look him up as Seven the Brand on Instagram. He makes fanny packs. He designs. He makes design shoes. Whatever you want, coats. He's working on a cartoon. I'll probably be doing some voiceover work for his cartoon as well. Also, my friend on uh, Instagram, her thing is Thanks Toots, and she makes. This is a foot scrub. But she also makes soaps. Her soaps are amazing. She has, like, seeds, and she gardens, so she puts a lot of, like, herbs and gardening-type stuff mixed in with her products. They're all natural. She can make everything. We're going to be working on some stuff as well. And then I made some lip balms with my mama today, and I'm only charging a dollar, so if y'all need to get y'all lips all refreshed and everything because winter is coming and nobody got time for no crack lips, okay? So if you need some lip balm, you can hit me up for that as well. And so... Again, that's um, Brazil and May, so that's Thanks Toots. She makes the foot scrubs and the soaps. And Rebel 7, 7 the brand. And then me, Perky Sexy Cool. And just really quick before I go, I want to just shout out the after. I'm going to do the Golden Keys next time. I'll just give you two since I didn't get to get to that la this episode. But um, I just wanted to say... Trump is about to come out of office, so we're going to be good on that. Um, fuck Amber Geiger for only getting 10 years. I'm still not okay with that, and we could talk about that some more, too, and maybe we could try to figure out a way to get her some more time. You know, maybe you got somebody that's in a pen with her, and they can, you know, get her in trouble a couple times, and she can go to solitary confinement. I don't know. We're going to work it out on the next episode, but I want to just say thank you. Follow me on Instagram at PerkySexyCool. Follow the after party on Facebook, Twitter, IG, everything, and <laughs> thanks for joining in, and this last song that I'm going to play is called Oceanside, it's by Preach Humble, he was the person who called in last show, so check out his music, his Instagram is Preach for Profit, and that's the, the number four. Thanks everybody, see you later. Hello. Lex, what it do? Shannon, I see you. Teddy on the boats. They ain't gonna stop my what it is, but I know they want me living hopeless, right? Shit, but I'm determined, no deterrent. I'm in overdrive. Tunnel vision focus like shit. 
Y'all ain't gon' stop my dreams of the ocean sound Want me living hopeless, right? Shit, but I'm determined, no deterrent I'm in overdrive, tunnel vision focus like Focus Y'all ain't gon' stop my dreams of the ocean sound Life's stressful, try to chill, just coping vibe But though I tries, but so long, Kohola smoke inside Close to the edge, and this push is where hope resides You snuck in your bed, I rob my memory bank for lines I still suffer from the karma of my past crimes Selling dimes just to make ends in past time My daughter on my mind, a savage mother on my line But birds only fly for bread, and that's the bottom line I'm broke, I pay them no mind, only invest in my grind Dodging them frauds and staying to them, my guy Whooping poverty sauce, cross, I serve them proper It's my time to rule But I'm determined, no deterrent, I'm in overdrive Tunnel vision focus like Damn, they ain't gon' stop my dreams of the ocean side Want me live a hopeless fright Right? But I'm determined, no deterrent, I'm in overdrive Tunnel vision focus like They ain't gon' stop my dreams of the ocean side But I'm determined, no deterrent, I'm in overdrive Tunnel vision focus like They ain't gon' stop my dreams of the ocean side Yeah, yeah.